0: Welcome to the Trail Runners Experience again. Woo! I'm here, I'm back. And it's been it's been a bit, but um yeah, back back from the dead. I'm back, baby. Yeah, and I'm joined by uh, one of my favorite runners and one of my favorite people <laughs> on the planet Earth. Uh, it's my wife, Kate Marsden. So, Hello. <laughs> how are you? It's going? lovely to be here. Oh, it's good. You always here, you live here. I do.
1: This is this is our pod loft.
0: A pod loft.
1: Yeah, Did you just make that up. No, I borrowed it from another podcast, uh, but I like how it sounds.
0: Yeah, sure. Pod loft. Um, it sounds it sounds smelly. <laughs> Do you think? A, a I pod... think it sounds cozy and lovely. Yeah, I don't know. If uh, you think of a loft, where are the... tucked up in the eaves. This is pretty tucked away in the office. Yeah, but I um. Anyway, that's good. I but I just you know farts go up. They oh. go anyway.
1: <laughs> you have to bring farts into it so early on in the piece?
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, you, you, you raised a damn good <laughs> point there. So, yes, I the trail runner's experience has been hit and miss in the last however long, and uh, I am actively trying to bring it back from the dead properly, and I, I really want to make it like a, a far more regular thing again. Uh, good idea. Just the other day, a special shout-out to some lovely runners that came to town they were from Byron Bay, I believe, and they uh, they asked about the podcast because uh, they recognized my voice.
1: Oh get out of town. Yeah, I, was, I was
0: at I was I was working at BKT trail. Yeah. yeah. The best trail running shop in the country. In the world. Probably in the solar system, actually. I'd say. Yeah. Great bunch of people there, good gear, mm-hmm. good fun, mm-hmm. good vibe, mm-hmm. good everything. Um so I was in there and these lovely people came in and they were like, oh, when are you doing your next episode? And I was like, well, that's a really good point. And I, and then about an hour later, I had yeah. another guy come in and ask about it. And I'm like, it's a sign. Yeah. It's a sign. So – I, and I've got a lot of unfinished business with this podcast. I love it. And so here I am. Thank you for those of you that have hung in there. I know you've been waiting for notifications, just sitting there constantly refreshing your feed. Yes, yeah, so, scrolling,
1: so refreshing.
0: Refreshing and going, maybe today's the day he's going to upload. Yeah, and,
1: and you've been just sitting around yeah. It's like they're all, not doing
0: it. Well, just literally, deliberately, actively not doing actively it. Actively not doing it. Yeah. 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 No, it's all good. So I am here today to talk to you all. Or talk to you specifically, Kate Marsden, you. about your um. You've been running pretty well lately.
1: Oh, I've been giving it a red hot go. You have. I have. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I've have. got a good coach. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I want to talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Um. But the biggest thing at the moment, you're um, nursing some sore legs. Although you're moving around pretty well because you've just oh. you did a little run yesterday. I
1: did. I did the Urubilla Ultra Marathon, Adelaide's favourite ultra marathon my favorite ultra marathon it's just it's just beautiful it's a beautiful course everyone that seems to run it is great like it doesn't matter who you run past everyone says hello it's just great it's just got a really nice happy vibe to it it was yeah. the first ultra marathon i ever did back in 2016 and i think that was what Really got me into trail running and really interested in the scene and the people. And it was just great, it's just a brilliant run. It's really friendly and lovely and gorgeous and hard,
0: yeah. Can you, hard um, on the legs, man? Can you tell us for the people who are not from South Australia mm-hmm. or, or poss- possibly for some of our overseas listeners? We yep. have a couple, yep. Um. Just tell us about the stats of Okay, Urubilla. all where right. What is it, where is it? Okay, so
1: it? Urubilla, um, Ultra Ultramarathon runs on the Urabilla Trail. So if you're in Adelaide, Adelaide City is girt by ranges, by hills. Great use of the word girt. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so it starts um, at the Belair train station, at the Belair, is it Belair National Park?
0: It's a national park.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it runs through there and then through Wait. Wait Conservation Park. Yeah. And then where does it go from there? It goes Brownhill
0: Creek. Wait. Brown Hill
1: Creek. Wait. Uh up the freeway. Yeah, up the freeway a little bit. And I think there was a I think there was a um a mountain biking thing on at the same time. Ah. Oh. Yeah, saw a sign. Anyway. And then into Good Cleland? mountain biking as well. Yeah. Into Cleland. Horse,
0: snow, Gully Yeah. That's all that just which was fine. Yeah. Which was great. We'll go For into the of... breakdown of it. Oh yep. yeah. Yep, no, I digress. So, yeah.
1: Through there, follows a lot of national parks. Um, sort of follows the hill ranges along till you get to goes through Morialta, Black Hill, until yes, you finish In Athelston. In Athelston. A mere stones
0: throw from my home, our home. Yes. It's um and it's no coincidence that we live in Atherston. No. So Eurabilla's got a special place in our heart. It because does. Because before we moved to Adelaide, it was one – I was actually – the first time I did Yeah. I, many moons ago, yep. saw a video on YouTube yep. of a guide running it, and I thought, I want to run that race. So we were living in the outback in Broken Hill, weren't we? Yep. And I trained. I remember training for it on just up and down those dirt hills and those rocky hills, and yep. and and, and um, picturesque round hill. Yeah, just in the middle of the, <laughs> the barren but beautiful countryside around Broken Hill. Yep. And then, um, yeah, and then yeah, and then came over. And then we were like, once I ran it, I was like, all oh, right, I want to live in that area. Yeah, we, we really wanted to live in this area, didn't we? And yep. so, and lo and behold, many years later.
1: Here we are. We We live in Athelston,
0: and and I can't see us really going anywhere for some time. No, it's beautiful. We love it here. It's um, one of the best parts of Australia that I've ever visited, and, you know, it's got everything. And
1: the hills are beautiful, and I just want to mention there were – a lot of people saw echidnas, which is rare. It's hard to find echidnas. Yeah. There There were echidnas. There were kangaroos aplenty. I stopped and had a brief conversation with a koala that was in the fork of a tree, sort of at my eye level. Um, and then it climbed up the tree and gave a shout out to its girlfriend, I think. Um, so there was lot, like just lots of beautiful yeah. animals and scenery. and
0: It's a lovely part of the world. Anyway, yeah. so, so it's if easy
1: that's... to be distracted from your stinging pain by beautiful things along yeah. the way.
0: Your, your throbbing glute muscles, yes, and and your uh, <laughs> my throbbing muscles, and your burning calves, and my look no, yeah. my
1: calves are okay. My yeah. burning ankle where I rolled it um, coming into Morialta.
0: Yeah, we'll go through it in mm. a second. Yes, but um, so yeah, it's it, for those international or interstate listeners. It's definitely worth doing. It's um, it. It's a great run. It's got a bit of everything. You've got yep. to be a bit of a jack-of-all-trades, but you definitely have to be a good climber. It's a lot of up and um, down. Yeah. But um, it's organised by SARC, which is the South Australian Road Runners Club. Mm-hmm. They've had it for many years, and I think it's their only trail race, and I think they don't want to let it go because it is so iconic.
1: And it was run so beautifully this year. Yeah. The aid stations were, like, so well-manned. They had, like, um, well, look – I don't know who they were, but they had, like, army things on. Army fatigues? Army fatigues, yes. The uh, army-looking outfits on. I could only see them from the waist up.
0: Yeah. Because the bottom half of them was completely were they, camouflaged. Then they were definitely army guys?
1: Well, I don't know why a bunch of dudes would be wearing army clothes if unless they were in the army.
0: Yeah, it might be like cosplay kind of no, stuff. No, I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Um, but there were like I think the CFS was there. I don't know. There, were, I look. I'm naming things that I don't really know that much yeah. about. But they were well manned stations, and there were um like electronic checkpoints along the way, so people couldn't you know. So what you're
0: saying, it was good. It was well run. Yeah. Uh, and there were cash money prizes at the end. Yes. There's that well done, Sark, for oh. starting to pay getting some money into the, the running community. Trail yeah. running a lot of good runners out there that deserve to be rewarded and I think we need money in the race. And I people might disagree with me on that, but I think if um if you look at these footballers that are getting millions of dollars a season, you know, throwing down a, a bit of money for
1: throwing down a bit $500 of five
0: hundred dollars cash yeah. is not hard. Yeah. For the amount of work that some of the, uh, that people train that, incredibly yeah. hard for these things. Absolutely. So let's talk about it. So it was a it was a bit of a let's talk about your race. Okay. So let's go through it. Okay. So we um I dropped you off at the start line. We, yes. We'll sort of we won't go into too much detail, but I just want no. to hear a bit about your race. Okay. So I dropped you off, and I had convinced you to start with the the racing group, the eight thirty group, because yes. I knew you were going to do well.
1: Yes, and I would also like to mention Peter Childs in this because he did send me a text message a few days before the race just suggesting that maybe I started in the 8, maybe I should start in the 8.30 group. And you had suggested it as well. But I think sometimes because you're my husband.
0: You don't listen to me? Well. (laughs) That's fine.
1: It's not that I don't listen to you, but I sometimes think, oh, maybe you're just telling me this to make me feel good or. (laughs) And so when someone else says it, you kind of go, oh, well, well, maybe. Like now two people have said it. (sighs) Um, and so I rolled over and started and I decided to go in the 8.30 start group, which was really fun and I, I really enjoyed it. One thing I didn't dig as much is in the 8 o'clock start group, there's so many people. Yeah. And I kind of like that feeling of everybody running together in a big pack.
0: Not in the, eight, the 8 o'clock group had less people than the 8.30 group. Did but, it? Yeah. No.
1: Yeah, It did. Well, well, maybe I'm looking at the picture from the 7 o'clock start group. I don't know. In those big start groups, everybody's running off together in a big pack. Yeah. There's that really cool feeling of like running in a pack. Yeah. Which is fun. But, however, I did enjoy um, going off in the 8.30 start group. I did feel a little bit like an imposter because I was kind of looking around at all of these people who were, you know, faces and names that I know and looking at people and going, oh, wow, I feel really pleased with myself yeah to be in this group and just to not be coming last (sighs)
0: that's (laughs) there's a difference between i mean you're not you clearly know you're not an imposter now and i think i talk about imposter syndrome a lot yeah it's sort of like it's good to have i think humble people have that you know like it's better than being too cocky yeah um and so but you've got to strike the balance you You got to go you know what I'll give it a go. Yeah, and you gave it a go. I did I think, give it a go. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, so because so there's an eight thirty start. That's for like the fastest group. And there's an eight o'clock start for the slower, slightly slower. Yeah. Then there's a seven start, which is what most people do. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> pardon me. And then there's a six o'clock start for the people who just want to get for it done. For the
1: walkers and yeah, and people yeah, and people who've never done it before, people who aren't sure what what they how they're going
0: to go except. Yeah, it gets complicated, doesn't it? Because I think the six o'clock wave is great, and I mean you could ascend, you've I think it's like an eleven, maybe an eleven and a half hour cut off. I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure on that. Yeah. So theoretically, you could walk the entire thing. Yes. So it's got two thousand meters of vert. Yeah. And so it's a, and it's pretty technical in some parts. So but you've got to be walking at a fairly decent pace. Yes. The whole way.
1: But I think that it's good that there that people can walk the whole thing. Because yeah. there are lots of there are lots of hikers who yeah. love to do that. And yeah. I, I know people who um who don't run but would love to do that sort of thing. Um my friend Ali Klingner, she's a great walker and she w- would love to do it. Yep. But she's not a runner, you know? Yeah. And you wanna be able to give people the opportunity to have the time. To do it, I think. Yeah, and so that's why starting early.
0: Yeah, is I mean, such a great idea. It is great, and it's a really well supported in terms of like every few kilometres there's an aid station, so yeah. you never you don't really have to carry anything. No, there's not really any mandatory gear that I'm no. aware of. No, I mean the first year that I did it, you did it without a pack or anything. No, no one had, had well hardly had anyone had no one had packs. No, you know you. There were more people that didn't have packs than than did. Yeah, because it was packs of really, and in the last ten years, have sort of become a thing. Yeah, that's running it. pack now everyone's got one. Yeah, but um, I remember just having um, it was quite warm the first year I did it, like a decade ago. Yeah, and um, and it was so um, yeah, like. In hindsight, a pack would have been great. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I guess that's why everybody has them there, Yeah,
0: Because you like, oh, wh- I've got room for water bottles. But in saying that, I reckon even just if you get away with a handheld. I saw a couple know, of
1: people just with handhelds yeah. and with belts, and I thought, well, that's such a great idea. And if you're someone who can run it fast yeah. and you're going to be going through the aid stations, yeah, you know, quickly, you're going to have enough time to just run up, have a drink, keep running.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give a quick just – um. Just speaking of the, of running fast, it's actually yep. – the course has changed a little bit over the years, mm-hmm. and the current finish is down on Foxfield Oval, which is a football oval. Yes, it um, is. And at the base of, of uh, Black Hill. Yep. At the, uh, but it used to, many years ago, or a few years ago, it was finished – it would always finish at the proper finish of Yorubila the Yorubila finish, line. finish line, which is on Gordrobe which is a few kilometres away. But even though I, I like that finish line better, it's – quite impractical you know there's not much room for there's people There's
1: nowhere to park yeah there's nowhere to set up tents and stuff yeah and I mean,
0: you've got a very busy road right there yeah and but um, uh, so the current course record i'm not sure what it was but it got broken yesterday yep. by um a man named uh owen davies uh, yep. or owen davies he ran the 56 kilometers with 2000 meters vert in a very quick time of four hours and 53 minutes. Holy smokes! You knew that, didn't you? Yeah. It was amazing. Well,
1: I didn't know the exact time. Yeah. That is so fast.
0: Yeah, to go under five hours is good.
1: Did he get King of the Mountain?
0: Um, don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think he did. He huh. um, got second fastest up there. I'm ah. just looking at the results. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so, but we'll go through. So, he was Ooh, quick. I, I saw... wonder who got King of the Mountain? Well, we'll have I'll have a bit of an explore. But yeah, yeah. He, so Owen Davies. Um, and Where's then, he from? Is he local or is I he think from? So he's been around doing some things <sighs> here for some time. That works out to be an average pace of five five minutes sixteen per kilometre. Crikey. For for fifty six K. So And well that's done. uphill and down dale. And it was muddy. Yeah, it was very muddy because we've had a bit of rain.
1: Second, like and slippery. Like I don't want to just say it was muddy. Like there were sections of mud. There were sections of down who, like going down Horsedown Gully, it was a slippery mother flipper. Like and just rocks and stream. It was like yeah. paddling through a stream. Yes. There was a suggestion by our daughter Greta that I should have had something that I could take off and sit on and slide down those muddy areas. Should have done it. Yes. Very muddy. Indeed. Next time I'm taking a
0: small toboggan. <coughs> It was one of the wetter years. Mm-hmm. Um, second place in the men's was <laughs> Matthew Dawes. Yep. In a very still a very good time of five nineteen. <sighs> and Then Travis Hickman. Yep. So these are all SA runners. Yep. Uh, Travis Hickman did it in five twenty one. Yep. Uh, and then oh, a special shout out to uh, young Sam Loy, who I coach, who finished fifth overall in um in. In a time of five forty-two, which is now, flying,
1: would I be right in saying that Sam has done some bodybuilding in his time also?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sam, Sam was a, is an amazing um, athlete. He's he's compete. He's good, he's fast across five k up to ultras. Yeah. And he's also, but in, before he got right into this with me, he um, was a state champion body builder so he's um, he's
1: just when he puts yeah. his mind to something he does it he does yeah uh in the women's race and can I just before you go on I just want to mention how do we know Sam through his gorgeous mum Dion yeah who I worked with who you went looking for out in the bush one day because she'd fallen behind in a race and you were tre- dreadfully concerned about her yeah which is your natural sort of state of being is that yeah, I'm, I'm amazing One of the things <laughs> no, but one of the things that is that is good about you in yeah. trail races is that you're you're a no man left behind or in this case no woman left behind kind of guy and so when someone doesn't come in with the crowd you're like, oh well I'm just going to run back out and, and grab her I'm not yeah. gonna leave her out there by by herself. And this is one of this is one of the reasons why you started doing what you do. Yeah. And you know, we've I worked with Dion, we've known Dion forever, and we've watched Sam yeah, I've watched grow, him grow up, up and become, yeah. you know, a great runner. And I think they're part of what makes the trail community really great. There's wonderful people in the Adelaide Trail community. Yes.
0: Yeah. Carry on. May I? Yes. You sure? Yes, sorry. No, it's fine. It's good. No, you, all those things you say are uh, true. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get there. So mm. in the women's race, mm. so first was um, Danielle Vanderhul from <laughs> all the way down there in the little town of Millicent. Woo! Um, Go, Danny. She, Danny did it in six hours. She smoked it. Yeah, six twenty-three for um, the fifty-six. <sighs> the second place uh, was a late. A, was that well, Anna? Sorry, keep going. Gee, I'm jumping the gun. You are Sarah Melville. Sarah Melville, six twenty-five. Yes. And then Anna Pierce was in six thirty-six. Right. So, Thank you. Yeah. So you know, rather than jump the oh, gun. Oh, look! I'm just having a discussion here. <laughs> it's not a discussion if you are uh, interrupted. The the the, the, the discussy. Result. Look. Yeah. No, it's it's all good. No. I all... didn't. I didn't see Anna at the start line. Yeah, I think she rolled in just before the gun. Did she? Yeah, so she did well. Good but, for um, her. But yeah, so anyway, so those are the, the overall results. Yeah, um, very very good. There's uh, many of the athletes that I coach did quite well, which yep. I'll talk about in a little bit. But yep. let's hear more, a little bit more about. Um, so your race, you took off with the 8:30 group. I did, and you, did did you have a race strategy? Uh,
1: I just wanted to. I wanted to dig deep and look, there's been a lot of times when I've run a race and at the end of it you're like, do you feel trashed? And I go, no, I feel great. And you're like, well, you could have gone harder. (laughs) And so when I was running it, part of my brain was going, slow down, dickhead, this is a really long way. But another part of my brain was going, if you're still smiling and having a good time and chatting to people, you're clearly not going fast enough. So I was trying really hard to meet somewhere a, in the middle. There's a fine
0: line, yeah. Yeah,
1: I was I was I was trying to go in the middle. So I um I felt like I started out too fast, but then I was kind of I was, you know, running with some um, with with Peter and this other guy Elliot who um I didn't get his last name, but he was really cool and we all stuck together until Cleeland and then I think Peter hung about a bit longer in the um, aid station at Cleveland, and um, Elliot and I took off together. Which is about 20 k's in. Yeah, which is about 20 k's in. And um, we ran together for a little while and, you know, chatted and had a nice time. And then we just kind of, you know, I, we broke away from each other for a bit. Um, I think this was the first time... Elliot had done um, an ultramarathon. He'd been training for a, what's that thing where you run and swim and ride a bike? Believe, triathlon. Yeah, they
0: call them triath- triathlon
1: for a triathlon. Or you
0: could just call that the, the swim, 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 run, ride. run. They don't do it like that, swim, ride, run. Yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, it, amazing. Yeah. I can't swim and, it, I mean, you know, <laughs> I broke my fingers falling off a scooter, so I'm clearly not built for being on two wheels. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, ran with him for a while, and then um, I can't remember where where we sort of went our separate ways. But ah, uh, what am I talking about? The race. I, the race. Yes. It was.
0: I had a look. And so no, we're going through Norton Summit. Going you? through Norton yeah. Summit.
1: Now I have very fond memories of going through Norton Summit the first year I did it. Um. I went in the eight group, I think, and you were in the 8.30 group, and um, the whole time I was running that year, I was looking over my shoulder, waiting for you to come up behind me, and as I went through Norton Summit, glorious Andy Hoff came past and gave me a little tap on the shoulder, and he was like, oh, you're looking strong, Kate, and I was like, oh, thanks, Andy, have you seen Daniel? He was like, oh, no, he's not far behind me. I was like, okay. I
0: was way behind him.
1: And but I, <laughs> and the whole time I was looking over my shoulder, but I remember going through and having someone like him tell me that I looked strong just made my day. Yeah. And so when I ran through it this time, I had that on my mind yep. and I was thinking about how this time I felt more tired than I did that year. but. <laughs> Much quicker. But I was, I'd gone through it quicker than I had and so I was pleased. But, you know, when you're feeling tired in a race and you just think, oh, am I, is this, am I going to blow up before I get to the end? Like, am I feeling tired because I'm just running hard and yeah. this is where I should be at this time? Or am I have, I, have I gone too hard? Yeah. What am I doing here? Um But I'd had all that... Um, the drink that you'd given me. Yeah, I want
0: to talk about nutrition in a second. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I um I'd had a few little cramps and a few little niggles, but then I had some scratch. Yep. I had a couple of extra sachets of scratch, um, in my backpack, and I I got stuck into the scratch, and those little niggles went away. And then when I went through Moriata, I felt great. I bloody love going through Moriata. Yeah. I love it. That's... I yeah. did fall over. Yep. which was mildly unpleasant just for a little bit, but the old ankle's fine. Yep, got up, ran through there. Good, I good. love it through there so much, and then running through there, shout out to Mel and Mark McInerney. <laughs> You're
0: just naming pretty much everyone in the. <laughs> I'm South naming Australian. all the people I know.
1: I I was running up. Uh, well, at this point, I was walking up the trail up the backside, going heading over to Foxfield Dam, and um and I saw this couple in front of me and i went well bugger me if that's not mel and mark and as i approached them it was them and it made my flipping day it was so great i'm like in training for my first ever ultra marathon i went on a few training runs with those guys yeah they're just great yeah yep
0: excellent Yep, it,
1: it, saw them felt great kept going got some absolute fantastic runs going down the side before I got to Orchard which nobody
0: likes which is the bottom of that the bottom Black, bottom Black of Hill. Black Hill front, as you yeah.
1: as you start to go up and over Black Hill and I look I was excited about going over Black Hill because it's my training ground and I love it here and I and I know it yeah. um and there's just that that little track where you first cross, cross over Maryvale Road yeah and you start winding up that single track. And as you look out to um to the right, there's just hills and valleys and trees and you can't see any city. And it's like you could be in the middle of anywhere. Yeah. Nice. It was it's so beautiful. And I, you know, I'm chatting away to all the people. Like, look how beautiful this is. And we're all having a big <clears> old <throat> chat about the beautiful hills, and then you turn and all of a sudden you're on orchard. And my, my beautiful mood just went, <laughs> Um, There was no one there to push my bum up, Orchard. <sighs> Thank you very much, Daniel. Um, but, and, like, it's the hill that keeps on giving. You sort of get to what you think is the top. Yeah. And there's a nice little flat bit and I'm chatting away with a guy about how, oh, this is great, we just got to the top. And then we turned around a corner and there's... More hill? More hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then at the top of the hill... <sighs> Another thing that made my day. Bloody love yeah. this race. A couple of big, furry, happy um, kangaroos hopped across the top and then just sat there and watched as we all ran past, past the water tank. Yeah. Bloody love it.
0: Yeah. Carry on, No. Daniel. <laughs> and just know, just, when well, you've come this far, tell me how you got to the finish line. Last okay. couple of Ks. So, is it Banksier then after the. It doesn't. Uh, something it like that. Doesn't You're very matter. close to the finish. You yeah. bombed it down the hill. Bombed
1: it down um, and just surprised myself at how, like, my body was hurting. My feet were sore. But getting on that section that I knew so well and that I've done so much of my training on, it's just a beautiful, nice, steady downhill. Chef's Kiss, Daniel. <laughs> I loved it so much. I was running down it. I'm just, hot, you know, just loving everybody. I'm just like, woo, as I'm yeah. running past. It was so great. Yeah. And then you, there's a few, you know, tight, steep little downhills that were a little bit muddier than I've encountered. Yeah. And so I did have to. Pull up short on a few of them because I was oh, like, Oh, going
0: down that st- yeah, yeah. It's been muddy for weeks. Yeah. yeah. Because
1: I was like, Oh, but, and because yeah. so many people had run through, yeah. it was like sloshy mud. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, if, if I fall down on this section with five Ks to go and fucking nail myself, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna roll. I'm gonna roll my way down. It's gonna take me a long time. I would have cried. So I wanted to take, you know, you just got to take it a bit easy when you get to those sections. Took it a bit easy and then got on to the section that we call Kate's Loop because I'm always on it. Which which is especially special because last time when my mum and dad were here, we took them on that beautiful walk through there. Yes. And my bloody 80-year-old father, who's blind in one eye, oh, nearly fell off the side of the hill that many times. But he had the biggest smile on his face. He was so happy. Yeah. And I was running through there thinking about that. My heart was full. I was so close to the finish. I would had a few messages from you telling me how proud you were of me and how well you thought I was running. And I just could not get...
0: the finish line quick enough to see you guys and then you came running i remember i'll take over this bit please eventually we're waiting with um, i knew you were close and you came running around in the single track the kids saw you the kids go there's mum!" and they were sitting on top of this little sand hill that was there sandy rivers and and then they um they go there's mum!" so i filmed a little video and you ran in with a big smile on your face yep and then our oldest daughter, Avy, came running down the last hundred metres with you. And <laughs> yeah, you like,
1: we ran across the line yeah, together, holding and, hands. And you
0: looked great. You looked comfortable. You looked like you could do it all again. And she
1: was a little speed demon too. I've got to yeah. say,
0: I was yeah. flogging myself in that
1: last little yeah. section. Yeah, and she kept up the whole time. And as we crossed the
0: finish line, we that's our hands. girl. It was so great. Yeah, and she, and um and just so. And she had no shoes on. Well, as you do. Well, she read. Um, she must have read. Born to Born run. Born to run. That's it. Yeah. Now, um, and your finishing time was, was... six hours and fifty-five minutes Woo-hoo! and twenty-eight seconds. And twenty-eight seconds. And that placed you as seventh female overall. <laughs> And second in your age group. <laughs> so something that you probably thought you never could do. Never. And 50th overall in a race that had lots of people. Yeah. And so very, I'm very proud of you. Um, you did really well. And you got in under, that's like an almost a one-hour PB. It is you,
1: very close to a one-hour PB. Is, and it, is it dusty in here? It's so a little now, bit. There's Someone's got some tears in their eyes. No, shut up. It is dusty in here, in the pod loft.
0: I feel like. I'm super proud of you, man! You smashed it. Look, when I
1: my my previous time, I was so incredibly proud of, and I just
0: thought you were fit that time too. Yeah, I felt great,
1: and I I I I was so happy with it. And I just going into this race, I just thought, oh, if I can beat that by a little bit, I'll be so pleased because I had, I felt so good that day running that race, and I was so happy. You and I both did it that year. It was amazing. Only thing that spoiled it was that in all the pictures, my little T shirt rode up and so my belly was hanging out. But doesn't matter. No. Felt great. Anyway. Well, that belly's gone now. <laughs> the belly is gone. I had just had a baby not long before. But yeah. um and so a couple of times I checked my watch and I was like, Oh, I'm I'm gonna beat my time, that's really good. And then I checked it again, closer, and I was like, "Holy shit! If I push a little bit, I might get under seven
0: hours." And considering your initial best time was seven fifty, yes, yeah,
1: yeah, I could not, I could not believe it. And I think <sighs> I, know, I know, I say it all the time, and it's not just because you're my husband; you're just an excellent coach, and you. I live I live with you so yeah. I see how much you live and breathe this and I see how much you truly care about all of your clients and how much how much of what you how much of your heart and soul goes into coaching people and how I don't know just how involved you get in how they're doing and how they're feeling and what's going on in their lives and I see I see I see what you do and yeah, thank you and for you I I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that you really know you, what you're talking about like I I didn't start running until I was in my 30s I didn't start doing ultra marathons until I was nearly 40 I had never been particularly fit or interested in perspiring or you know <laughs> feeling uncomfortable and so for you to to get me excited about it and give me training plans where I go out and I go, oh, this is I can. This is not that hard. This is not going to take that long. And then to do this and go so much faster than I ever dreamed was just amazing.
0: But you're, 40, you're in your 40s. You're supposed to be slowing down, aren't you, Kate? Well, that's right. But, however,
1: yeah. and this is something that um, old May Ellie and I talked about on the race was um, – he was like, "Oh, my wife's just had two kids. They, he, he's got an eighteen-month-old and a six-month-old at home," and he was like, "You know, the reason women are so good at this endurance stuff is because of childbirth." I was like, "Elliot, you are fucking a hundred percent on the money." That's boy, <laughs> I said, because you know your your endurance training is your is your is your pregnancy, yeah, and then your your sprint finish is labor, man. It's hard hard yeah. work and it's painful and then at the end you're just like huh amazing it's yeah. it's it's just like a race it's hard work and then yeah. at the end you just feel
0: there's there's actually amazing. been some studies done that actually proves that oh really yeah they, they get, they're looking more and more at it. it's, it's a very I think it's a hard thing to study effectively yeah um um because it's um you know obviously you can't it's it, you can't sort of get a sample group of people yeah. and go can you get pregnant and then go and run an ultramarathon <laughs> you know, like you've got to look for your existing audience yeah but like, that's true but there is a lot of evidence to suggest yeah and I, i'll have to look up the study i know i read a thing on on the twitter yeah because i follow heaps of coaches on the on twitter that yes, share some do. really interesting uh scientific articles yeah and that was one that i read and i loved it but um Let's talk about something that's very practical. Yes. That people will find useful because one of my mottos as a coach is the well fueled athlete always performs better. Yeah. And you were well fueled going yes, into this. I, I was. I spent a lot of time f- telling people they got to eat, drink more. Absolutely. Or or drink their fuel because yes. now there's so many options yep. in terms of um, drinking your fuel. So yep. tell me a little bit about what you had and how you think it. How effective do you think it was?
1: Okay. So I had a bit of a cross-section of things. I had some Morton gels. I think yep. I had about six Morton gels, and then I had a caffeinated Morton gel as well. Oh, yeah. I had two delicious sachets of uh, baby chocolate custard. Yep. Which is delicious. Really small. Has um The top you can take off and put back on, so you can have a bit put the top back on, which you can't do with gels, but, you know, yeah. you probably don't need to. They're so small. Um, it fills a hole in your belly too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And also sometimes gels can be – you can get to the point where you get a bit of gel fatigue, like it's a bit sweet. Um, and because baby food, they don't put sugar and stuff in that. So its they're not overly sweet, but yeah. they've got a lot of calories in them, a lot of carbs.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I had – When I – Ba- sorry I was yeah. with the baby food it is really good my only thing I would recommend to people to just be mindful that of the fiber content in baby food yeah. so if you are going to go down that route because it is cheaper yeah and it's good it's effective yeah. you don't want to be having too f- mu- f- uh, baby food that's got too much fiber in it
1: no you don't want to get the quinoa <coughs> packed baby yeah. food. Yeah. Or like the all-brand baby food the, that's gonna make you have to stop and do poo-poo's on the side of the trail. Or
0: you don't want poo-poos to come to you before you're <laughs> you are <laughs>
1: ready. You wanna beat the buzzer when it comes to the poos. um yeah. So you the
0: Brown dog yeah. barking at the back door. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> um it, there's nothing sexy about having gravy running down the back of your gravy.
0: legs. Gravy. Brings a whole new meaning to that Paul Kelly song. How
1: to, oh, who's gonna <laughs> make the gravy? How oh, make gravy. Oh. <laughs>
0: Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I see. I digressed that time, but Thank usually you are You digressing. Is that a word?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I had those and then I had some. Caffeinated tailwind,
0: the grape flavour. No, it wasn't tailwind. What was it? It was infinite. Infinite. Tempo
1: run. Infinite tempo run. Really Correct. Good. There is a bag of tailwind in the cupboard, though. We've got a lot of Green stuff. Green tea in there at the tailwind,
0: moment. am I right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Delicious.
0: Which one? Who, the green tea. Oh yeah, but we not. You didn't have any of that. No,
1: I know, but I tasted it, oh, no, and it was yummy. All yeah, right.
0: We're talking about the race. Okay, sorry. So the tempo run ha- has a lot of caffeine in it. It
1: gave me the zing along that I needed. Excellent. Because there was a point where I was like, "Oh, this is hard." Yeah. And you're almost, you're almost hoping that you'll like run out in front of a car, or you'll break a leg or something so that you can stop. Yeah, start the bargaining. Yeah, Looking I was at almost at that point. Yeah. um, I was like, this feels hard. And then as per your instructions, coach, I got stuck into that. And what do you know? All of a sudden I didn't feel so crap. Great. I felt good. Um, there, I think the
0: instructions were to have it at around Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, which is 20Ks in. Yeah. And so how? I probably
1: had it a little bit later than that. Yeah. Um. Because hey. I was still drinking the other stuff. Yeah. Um, so the and non-caffeinated
0: then, version of that stuff as well, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Had the non-caffeinated version. Um, and I also had some scratch. Because I'm a salty dog and I need a little bit of extra sodium, I think, because otherwise I yep. get a little bit crampy. Scratch
0: is excellent. And it's really um, – it's got a really high sodium content. Yeah. Um, and it's
1: – Which I figured out after drinking it when I got home from a run one day – And uh, because I had a sample pack and I'd never had it before and I was like, oh, I'll give this a try. And I had it when I got home from a run and then went to work and spent the entire night at work just drinking, just like kept walking past a bubbler going, oh, I need another drink. Why am I so thirsty? And then I looked at what I just drunk and I was like, oh, this has got a lot of sodium in it. Yeah. But it was good to know. Like it's good. I mean, that's why you try things out before the date. Yeah. Um, and so I had a couple of things of scratch with me. And at one point, um, um, just after uh, Morialta, I got a little bit crampy in the old thigh region. And I thought, right, get into that scratch. And so I drank a whole 500 mils of scratch pretty quickly then. Yeah. And bing, bang, boom. What do you know? Felt better? Felt better. No more crampies interesting
0: yeah 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 it's a possible i mean the whole the argument about like i mean sodium helps to a degree with cramping yeah but i um the evidence is split like there's a a lot of people say i mean i think there's some evidence to suggest that uh cramping is due to lack of sodium content sodium magnesium that sort of thing but which will help alleviate it but the main reason people cramp is to do with just um, fitness, fitness and conditioning. Yeah, strength and like strength and just time on legs and training. Mm. I know. So, I I've been running sort of higher mileage for some time mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or fluctuating, but you know for a longer time. Yeah, when I don't cramp anymore. No, and, and you know, so like, I mean, even when I'm pushing, I'll, I'm so I don't know. Like, everyone has their own thing, and I think. There, everyone has their own sort of views on it and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. The the scientific um The science research, is still out. Science is still leaning more heavily towards conditioning. Okay. Yeah. But it's a it's a it's an evolving concept. I think there's some I've I've had salt tablets in races and they have alleviated it like that. You have people um that have pickle juice yep. quite a lot. Yep. Apparently that will give you a a shock to the system it does what's something in
1: pickle juice that's good for you
0: uh, i don't know it's just it's probably got more to do with the high sodium content again yeah but even like i wonder if it's to do with vinegar as well yeah <coughs> Possibly. what's in
1: vinegar i just remember my hundred year old granny she had cramps in the night yeah She'd get up and have herself a little bit of vinegar apple cider vinegar with chili in it really yeah and I don't know if it was the walking down, walking down the long hallway down to the kitchen, and then walking the long hallway back to her bed that got rid of the crabs, cool. or it was in fact the chili oil in the. Who knows? It's strange, and she lived to be a hundred and seven. Man, so she was
0: onto something. So she was onto something. Yeah, but she was a study of one. Yeah, she's she <laughs> true. Yeah, she was amazing. Um, but I think. Um, yeah, so nutrition. So you, you were pretty much grazing the whole time, weren't I you?
1: ate a Vegemite sandwich at every aid station and a banana. Oh,
0: I and I
1: think I had a couple of um, chop chip biscuits and yeah. snakies and chippies. Just whatever I sort of – as I went past, I'd grab a, a couple of bits and pieces. The salty chippies were really good at one point. And there was one point where I had a Vegemite sandwich in my mouth and I was like, I don't know. If there's enough moisture in my body to masticate this and yeah. and get get the bolus down the hole, so then I, so I had a big drink and you know felt a bit better. But that was heading up towards dun, dun, dun. Is it Orchard? Yeah, yeah. That was heading up towards Orchard, and I think I had Orchard on my mind as I was heading up there, and I was like, oh, yeah,
0: um, brilliant, brilliant. I want to do a I want to just keep the ball rolling a bit Please. T- for a time. Yeah, um, I want to do a quick shout out to some of the runners that I coach, and just uh, maybe we can do talk a little bit about just yeah. ultra running in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so Sam Loy did great. I'm not going to say everyone's time because I feel like it's a fairly personal thing. Yeah. But um, lots of PBs among my runners. So yeah. We've got Sam Loy, uh, Kate Marsden. Me. We've got the wonderful we got
1: pads away dave uh, who da- I, who i finally met
0: dave turner He comes from the the <laughs> the country um in, uh, in a rural south australia yep and he's training for a mountainous race in, in doing the mount Kosciuszko 100 um and that one but he lives in probably on the flattest parts of the country it'd be so hard to train yeah well yes and no we can talk about that um, He's doing really well. He did well. He's been a little bit unwell in the lead-in because he had a, caught a some kind of um, cold or something. Mm. So he still did great though. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got uh, Mary Caparella, mm-hmm. who I heard has been doing wonderfully well, and she is now almost at the edge. Got one race to go in the five fifty series, yep. and has. <laughs> Even though she she fell over last week and she really oh. hurt her shoulder, oh, shit. she still managed to get it done, and so she's been she's just been very consistent and. That's
1: great. Hot. I was actually I was actually trawling through the Uribilla pictures, and I saw a couple of photos of her, and she's looking great.
0: Yeah, she's fitting strong, yeah. and she just never, um, yeah, she's got a incredible amount of. Um, Pep in her step. I wasn't going to say Pep in no. her step, but no. the I think the, the idea is right. Yeah, what yeah. you're saying is right. Okay. No, I was going to say just the dedication. She just keeps and she's like yeah. the, the comeback kid because yeah. the, the five fifty series is really hard. You know, like so that's for those that don't know, it's like where you run five fifty kilometer ultras in the space of a year, and it's oh in the space and so and it's all the main ones here in South Australia, and very hard to be in uh, ultra shape. Yeah, at, that many times. Yes. Yeah. And um, as it stands, Mary's actually second overall. Whoa. Yeah, or second woman, so yep. I should say. But, That's amazing. So I'm How gonna, long's Mary been running for? Uh two years. She's been yep. with me for a little while. I yep. I have no idea to be quite honest with oh, you. Oh, okay. But she's uh, been with you for a while. Yeah, a yeah. Few years. Well okay. the main this was the main goal. Yep. You know. Um another shout out to um another runner. We've got uh, Kat Cat Marks, who is a strength and conditioning coach who yes. has I've worked with for on and off for years. We're our great friends, and she uh, is training for UTA 100, which yeah. is going to be in October. Wow. Well, because usually it's in May, but on account yeah. of all the flooding, it had to get changed. Mm. So this was We're a We're tra- a
1: land of fires and flooding rains.
0: We are. We are. Thanks, Banjo Patterson. No worries. Um, We're also girt by sea. The second girt. Um <laughs> Second use of the word yeah. Gert in one podcast. It's rare that you hear Gert used yeah. twice in a podcast. Um, another a great shout-out to a fairly new runner who I have been coaching is um, Deepak. Oh, Deepak. Deepak Verma, who is, had took a sizable chunk of his urabilla PB. He took, I think, close to an hour and a half Whoa. Um, So Fucking nailed it, Deepak. Yeah, he did well. Gee, this is a sweary podcast? Marston. Yeah, You're sorry. It's all right. I um have to. I'll beep you out. You, you don't have to beep you, me out. What are you, a sailor? Um, and I think I feel like there's there's other names that I can't quite recall at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, if I've missed you, I know there's other names. But if I've, I've probably missed people, shout out to Amanda Maggsen. Who, yes. who I work with at BKT Trail. Um, legendary. She was. You came second in your age group. Yeah, she came first. That. Don't say it. Tremendous woman. Correct. Mm. She is tremendous. She
1: she is tremendous. Yeah. Oh, look, I like her running style. I like her look. Yeah, she's got she's got
0: it all. She looks light on her feet. She does look light on her yeah, feet. But I that, like
1: how she wears a hat too.
0: She wears a hat well. Mm. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not. Um, yeah, no. So it's a good day all round. And I think um, all those we should mention too. All those wonderful <clears throat> things that we the, the nutrition that we talked about. Yep. Seriously, this is a little bit of a plug. You can get all of those at BKT Trail, yes. which is on the corner of Greenhill Road and um, what's the Glenburn Road. Glenburn Road in, in the Burnside area. Yep. And it is. We are there to talk, and you get lots of advice, and you get all the best gear, great shoes. Well, um, and you're all you're all runners as well. We're, like we you all do the thing. So you all know
1: what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah, you'll have a good time. I, I don't
1: know as much, and I'm often in there just hanging out. You are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so I oh, look. I love working there. It doesn't actually feel like a job. I, you know, it gets busy, but it's still fun. Um, yeah, I, I swore I'd never do retail again. And after um, working at Bundog's I worked at Bunnings years ago, and that was, uh, how you say, shithouse? No,
1: we got a great um,
0: barbecue set. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's all that matters. Um, that's right. And a picnic <laughs> set? You got a picnic set? Bunnings Warehouse. Where Picnic sets are just the beginning. Exactly. So, yeah. Now,
1: tell me, speaking of ultra marathons. Please do. Your
0: boss at BKT. Oh. Uh,
1: what is it that Bec, she's just done recently? So,
0: Beck Butler, who is one of my favourite humans on Earth, she she's in definitely in the top top three. Yeah. Seeing as you're like number one. Number no, one. I shouldn't say no. She'd be in top six. Yeah. Because I've got to count those three children that we have. <laughs> That's right. Don't and, leave them and out. And possibly in the cold. probably my mother. Yeah. As well. Yeah. But Beck's right up there. She's, she's great. Definitely one of the she's one of the all times. Yeah. Um, but Beck went over and did the Tour de Jeans She in, did. In, in the Italian Alps, which um is. I'll have to have a chat with her about it. I it's bonkers is yeah. what it is. 24,000 metres of vert, 200 miles. Oh. And the biggest thing, I and she finished it. I don't know. I mean, just to get it done is the achievement. So it started on a Sunday and she was she didn't finish until the Saturday. Yeah. So. I was done after putting in
1: not even a full day. Yeah. And today I'm cursing. Like <laughs> what her body is able to do, what people who do those long races yeah. are able to do yeah. with their
0: bodies is just amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. You're right, and but also I think it's just a, it's a different mindset. You have to change the like it's almost like when you slow down, you just got to slow down your thinking a little bit. Yeah, and slow down your perception of time. But your feet still <coughs> have to be carrying you. True
1: for yeah. all that time. It's oh. hard work on your feet,
0: man. Yeah, you got to condition. You got to and like I don't think people can jump into something like that. Oh, for, it,
1: it, yeah.
0: Hats off. Hats off. It's amazing. Hats off to you Beck. Mm. Um, you did an amazing job and maybe I'll have to I'll definitely no, not maybe. Definitely we'll have to have her on. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe you'll have to be my uh my co-host from here on out because it's Oh, I'd love to. Cuz it's fun, but like you can you can digress from here and there, <laughs> but you have to rein it in there. Martha, fair enough. Fair you know? enough. But no, it's all right. I do occasionally go off on it. But it's tangent. fun, and because it's sort of like um, I I want to keep this podcast going because I enjoy it. Yes. And people seem to enjoy it apparently, and um yeah, it's been even though I haven't uploaded for a while, I still have quite a, a quite a large listening audience. Yeah. We, I have. Um,
1: I'm we, always uh, surprised when we're out somewhere and someone goes hang on i recognize your voice are you yeah. daniel Ferrugia?" yeah i'm like you live a secret double life
0: daniel here that. i am married to you yeah it's that golden got that i've got the golden microphone make a wolverine purr yeah mm. i am um, now I'm like i'm like a, a d level celebrity now like more maybe e <laughs> or f level celebrity very, there's like there's reality tv, TV stars yeah there's I'm like several levels even below. There's them.
1: the guy that does free mowing just to make people happy.
0: On YouTube. On YouTube Oh no, is it on YouTube or Facebook? I
1: don't reels. know. He yeah. does reels, but people know him. They pull up in their car yeah. and they go, Hey, you're the
0: dude that does the mowing. Yeah. You're in a similar league, I'd say. Great. Yeah. That's great. Um, one last thing. Yes. So it, I couldn't I have to mention this because I'm it's been a great running weekend. So not only was all that amazingness that happened at Urubilla. Yeah. This past weekend, but the marathon world record was broken in at the Berlin Marathon yes. yesterday by the the great Elliot Kipchoge from yeah. Kenya. Yeah. And my favorite, and like he is your it. favorite. He's well. He's just so good. How and tall is he? Shorter than me. Shorter than you. He's shorter than me, and people don't believe that because he looks quite tall when he runs. It's it,
1: because he's got a beautiful stature.
0: He's all legs. He is all legs. Legs, His legs, legs go all the way up to his known sternum. Fact,
1: the, um, the term Legs 11 is based on him.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well, I never knew.
1: You can you learnt
0: it here first. Yeah. His, mm. Those legs go all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, he ran a race for the ages. He broke his own world record. He did. He was chasing a sub-two hour, which I believe he will get one day. Yep. But his, his only rival is time at the moment Ooh. because there was a young runner from Ethiopia who held with him for I saw that. about 30 kilometres. Yeah. And he ran an enormous PB. He ran a 203 something, which was the world record not that long ago. No. But he was still nearly two kilometers behind Kipchoge. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So Kipchoge <laughs> ran 201.09. Yeah. Um, he will – before we wrap it up, I just want to – I'm going to throw a couple of predictions. Um, okay. He, he, Nostradamus, so, lay it on me. No, like I can't say enough good things. My, I truly believe he's the greatest athlete – of any sport. You've said this before. Yeah. And I'm not the only one that said it. No. If you look at his the longevity of his career, not just in marathon running, yep. he was the five thousand meter world champion yep. for a period. He's anyway, lots of stuff. Anyway, he went through the half marathon in fifty-nine minutes so and fifty one seconds or something. And then he did slow down a little bit, but only a little. And, yep. You know, like and and then uh, but was able to bring it home. His his five k splits. Yeah. His slowest five k's. Yeah. Was like fourteen forty something. Goodness. That was his slowest five k's. He did. A, I think he dropped a fourteen oh eight or something at one point. And it's
1: unfathomably fast. Yeah. When I think about how fast my little legs can carry me. Yeah. That's like he doesn't. He walk. That's his like jog down the road. Yeah. Like, it's so, not even. He jogs slower than that. Can I?
0: Because he he's in control. I'll tell you, here's a little bit of coaching science yep. as to you know what makes him run fast. I know this sounds… Is it running slow? No. No? Oh. Yeah, he would do. He does a lot of his easy running at about five-minute Ks. Yeah. He does a lot of mileage. But that's not what I'm talking about. You look at him, okay, it's like how can he, a person who's only a limited height, how yep. can he run just so fast? He's got impeccable biomechanics. Yeah. You look at him, he looks like he's not even trying. He
1: looks like he's just cruising. Away. So
0: he's, he runs, everything's in alignment. Yeah. And okay, he runs, he he has really good arm carry. He does. So he swings his arms beautifully and Lips relaxed. to
1: hips, baby.
0: That's right. So you that's the the hips to lips, as we say. What's wrong with lips to hips? Same thing. It's Thank fine. you. It's when you, when you swing your arm through. You, yeah But so the, that's right. They should, your your knuckles should come close to your your lips. You
1: want to look like the Terminator when he's chasing that car.
0: Yeah, and that's right. And the, then you swing your arms back. The liquid metal Terminator. That, your arms should touch your hips. <laughs> yeah, um, and then
1: come up no higher.
0: Yeah. Than your lips. So that's one thing to. Everyone can think about that. Mm-hmm. His other thing. He has an enormous, uh, aerobic capacity yeah so i'd say he has a vo2 max well into the 80s yeah um i bet he's got some springy tendons too springy tendons he's lean and he's got some wicked shoes but i think you could put him in a pair of dunlop volleys and he'd still run really well yeah i agree You um he'd come he may not get that fast but he'd go real fast yeah um anyway there's talk because he's 37 yeah and so and he's still getting faster yeah so i think that he'll win the the um the next olympic marathon in paris yep. and then i think that he will go on to um when he gets to the point where he officially retires from marathons yeah i don't think he'll stop running i think he will step up i think he'll break the world record in the 50k ah. on the road he'll step up to ultras yeah because um he could do like a two and a half hour 50k because you don't slide out every you know yeah. he ran 252 yesterday for per kilometer. Wow. Two minutes and 52 seconds per, per kilometer. Yeah. I'll give 50 bucks to anyone that can run. Two one kilometre? One kilometre at that. <laughs> if you do that, screenshot it send it, it, send it to me, and I'll give you $50. $50 bucks. is yours. If you can run a 252 kilometre. 50 cold hard Monopoly dollars. Yeah, guaranteed. Yep. Guaranteed. Anyway, so that's that's fun. I, I hope someone does actually send me a
1: screenshot. <laughs> I know, that would
0: be I'll, great. I'll, I'll honour it. You can hold me to it. And if you don't, you can shame me if I don't. I Okay, can I borrow fifty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And yeah, and but I think if he steps up to road ultras yeah. to like go beyond, like I think he'll break the fifty mile world record yep. and the hundred K world record. Yeah. I could see him doing hundred kilometers. Yeah. And I've and I've used I've done numbers already. Oh. Even if he slowed down, obviously there's a bit of a slowdown. Yeah. If he slowed down considerably, he could still do one do it the 100k in probably 545 you know Cracky. on the road the current world record is low sixes mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm. but that's what i think will happen i don't know that he would have the time to go into mountainous trail ultras yeah however if he if he was a bit younger i think he'd be fantastic yeah so you know like however i think um it would, he would need to bulk up too much, like muscle up, and would, yeah. you know, if he was ten years younger, I would say, yeah, he could do it. Yeah. But um, I think that there's just no there's no money in it for him yeah. as well, and so like a guy, a man of that caliber, that caliber, yeah, yeah, he's. But don't get me wrong, he would he would probably do really well in a mountain ultra, mm. or but it's he'd the,
1: probably do really well at whatever he put his hand to.
0: Yeah, he'll be. Yeah, he's amazing. And yes. I just think of, yeah, it's it's really interesting about what is possible. Mm. And on, on that note, I am going to, um, we're going to end it here. Okay. Um, Thanks very, for the chat. Oh, thank you. Congratulations on your wonderful performance. Thank you very much. Yeah, I am filled with pride. It's up there. It actually feel like it's more inspiring than what Kipchoge. I mean, I love Kipchoge, but what you did makes me super proud well people expect it of him exactly you know i know no one really expects it of me but everyone that's out there with uh, having families and real job and have to do all these and uh, balance things yeah yeah you know? yeah You've, the growth is incredible i'm really proud of you proud of you too kip chogi you know, <laughs> he's you know, he's excluded from my challenge yeah if I get a screenshot from Kipchoge <laughs> with a 252 kilometre, I'll 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 probably be pretty stoked, actually. I know. That would be great. Right. <laughs> anyway, How good would that be? And on that note, I'll uh, see you on the flip side. Yeah, thanks for the chat. Okay. bye Bye-bye.